Hello, hello. Today's story is called Zen Shorts by John J. Muth. Zen by Zen Times. There's a lot of Zen series from the Stillwater books. Michael, there's a bear outside, said Carl. A what? called Michael. A bear. He's really big, and he's in the backyard. What's he doing? Michael asked. He's sitting. He has an umbrella, said Carl. An umbrella? By the time the boys got outside, their sister Addie was already talking with him. I'm sorry for arriving unannounced, said the bear. The wind carried my umbrella all the way from my backyard to your backyard. I thought I would retrieve it before it became a nuisance. He spoke with a slight panda accent. Michael introduced himself. Then Addie introduced Carl because Carl was shy around bears he didn't know. And that is how Addie, Michael, and Carl met Stillwater. The next day, Addie went to have tea with Stillwater. Hello, Addie said as she stepped inside. Come in, come in, a faraway voice called. Then she heard the voice say, oh, yes, come out, come out. Stillwater was in the backyard. He was in a tent. This is my birthday present from Uncle Rye, Stillwater said. He always gives presents on his birthday to celebrate the day he was born. I like it so much, and I'm not staying in my house right now. That I'm not staying in my house right now. He's just staying in a tent outside. Stillwater invited Addie to sit with him. You brought me some cake, said Stillwater. That was very nice of you. It was a cake with a bamboo on it. Because he he's a panda. Yeah. Is it your birthday, he asked. No, said Addie. It's not mine either, stood Stillwater. But let me give you a gift for my uncle's birthday, and I'll tell you a story. It says, Uncle Rye and the Moon. And this is Stillwater's story. My Uncle Rye lived alone I in... I like the- that story. That's Uncle Rye. Mm-hmm. Alone in the small house up in the hills. He didn't own many things. He lived a simple life. One evening, he discovered he had a visitor. A robber had broken into the house and was rummaging through my uncle's few belongings. The robber didn't notice Uncle Rye, and when my uncle said, Hello! The robber was so startled, he almost fell down like the robber fell through, was sneaking in through the open window. My uncle smiled at the robber and shook his hand. Welcome, welcome. How nice of you to visit. The robber opened his mouth to speak, but he couldn't think of anything to say. He's confused because he's robbing him, but he's being so nice to him. Because Rye never lets anyone leave empty-handed, he looked around the tiny hut for a gift for the robber, but there was nothing to give. The robber began to back toward the door. He wanted to leave. At last, Uncle Rye knew what to do. He took off his only robe, which was old and tattered. Here, he said, please take this. The robber thought my uncle was crazy. He took the robe, dashed out the door, and escaped into the night. My uncle sat and looked at the moon, its silvery light spilling over the mountains, making all things quietly beautiful. Poor man, lamented my uncle. All I had to do was give him my tattered robe. All I had to give him was my tattered robe. If only I could have given him this wonderful moon. Your uncle sounds nice, said Addie. I don't think I would have given away my only robe. I know how that is, said Stillwater. But there's always the moon. That's a good story, said Addie. Thank you, said Stillwater. And this is a good cake, he's licking the bamboo. Thanks, said Addie. I made it myself. The next day, Michael went to see Stillwater. Here I am, Stillwater called from the tree. Stillwater's sitting on top of the tree. Can I come up, asked Michael. If you are careful, said Stillwater. And he's up in the tree with him. What if we could fly, said Michael. We could cast shadows on clouds, said Stillwater. 
But what if we fell, said Michael. If we fell, we might break something, said Stillwater. That would be bad, said Michael. Maybe, said Stillwater. Maybe, said Michael. Now he's telling another story. It's called The Farmer's Luck. There once... Uncle, his Uncle Rye, I think it's called. Uncle Rye and the Moon. There was once an old farmer who had worked his crops for many years. One day his horse ran away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Such bad luck, they said sympathetically. Maybe, the farmer replied. The next morning the horse returned, bringing it to, with it two other wild horses. Such good luck, the neighbors exclaimed. Maybe, said the farmer. The following day, his son tried to ride one of the untamed horses, was thrown off, and broke his leg. Again, the neighbors came by to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. Such bad luck, they said. Maybe, answered the farmer. The next day, military officials came to the village to draft young men men into the army to fight a war. Seeing that his son's leg was broken, they passed him by. Such good luck, cried the neighbors. Maybe said the farmer. I get it, said Michael. Maybe good luck and bad luck are all mixed up. You never know what will happen next. Yes, Stillwater agreed. You never know. You wouldn't want to go fight in war because you would get hurt. Or killed. And since his leg was broken, he couldn't leave his son. So it was good luck. Yeah, I guess it was good luck for him. He didn't have to go. The day after that, Carl went to visit Stillwater. Michael said, I couldn't bring over our stuff to go swimming. I'm mad at Michael. He's always telling you what to do, so I brought everything. (laughs) He brought all the swim stuff. Hmm, said Stillwater. It's a little pool. I don't know if all those things will fit. Let's see, Carl said. Let's see, said Stillwater. Stillwater looked at the pool. The things can go swimming. But we can't, he said. There's too much stuff in the pool. I brought too much stuff, said Carl. That's okay, said Stillwater. I'll help you carry it home later. Why does Michael always have to tell me what to do, Carl said. If he were here, I would climb up really high and I would jump on him like this, he jumped on Stillwater's dummy. And I'd do a big smash like this. Later, Carl and Stillwater had tea. Carl, said Stillwater, you spent the whole day being angry with Michael. Did you notice how much fun we had? Carl watched the steam rise from his cup. Sorry I brought all this stuff, Carl said. You don't need to be sorry, said Stillwater. Right now you need to carry. Hold on tight and I will tell you a story. And they're going down the hill with a wagon and all the pool stuff. Yeah, this story, Carl. Yeah, this story is called A Heavy Load. Two traveling monks reached a town where there was a young woman waiting to step out of her sedan, sedan chair. The rains have made deep puddles, and she couldn't sleep across, step across without spoiling her silken robes. She stood there looking very cross and impatient. She was scolding her attendants. They had nowhere to place the packages they held for her, so they couldn't help her across the puddle. The younger monk noticed the woman and said nothing and walked by. The older monk quickly picked her up and put her on his back, transported her across the water, and put her down on the other side. She didn't thank the older monk. She just shoved him out of the way and departed. <laughs> Look at her. So he's so nice he helped carry her. But she didn't even say thank you. She's really mean. I think some queens are sometimes a little strict. 
As they continued on their way, the young monk was brooding and preoccupied. What does that mean? He's just the young. The young monk is wondering. He just keeps thinking about what happened, and he's a little bit upset. What is brooding? Uh, he's just not so happy. He just keeps thinking about something. Is kind of upset about it. After a while, after several hours, unable to hold his silence, he spoke out. That woman back there was very selfish and rude, but you picked her up on your back and carried her, and then she didn't even thank you. And then the monk says, "I set the woman down hours ago. Why are you still carrying her?" Why are you thinking? Why are you still thinking about this? That something that happened before and it's over and it's done with. I I already put her down. It's over. Why are you still thinking about that? And now Stillwater says. Do you think you have carried it long enough? Like, he's still mad. are you still mad at Michael? Have you just thought about it enough? And then Carl says, yes. And then Stillwater says, good. And this is how Addie, Michael, Carl, and Stillwater became friends. Look, they're back to each other. Michael and Carl. Stillwater stuck his hand through the window. Yep. He probably knocked. And Carl's hanging out on his hand in his paws. That is the end.